Megillah, Perk Dalid, Mishnah Dalid, 4-4. Now we have a couple of halachas of Kriya Torah, as well as um, reading the Navi. It says, HaKorah B'Torah, if one's reading the Torah, this is a public reading of the Torah, of course, Lo Yifchos Mishlosha Psukim, each person who gets an Aliyah should read no fewer than three verses. Again, remember in the time of the Mishnah, the person who got the Aliyah was the one who read the Torah itself, so there's no two separate people. He is both the Ola getting the Aliyah as well as the Balkorah, the one doing the reading. So he should read at least three verses. Um, this is part of Takanas Ezra, as he set it up when he came back, um, to parallel the three parts of the Torah, the Torah, the Nevi'im, and the Ksuvim, which would mean Lahalacha, if for some reason a person read two verses and then said the Bracha, Asher Nasalano, um, he would actually have to read the Torah again. As far as the Brachas, that's a Shaila, but you would have to not be guilty the, the Aliyah. Lo Yikra le Yosmer Pasuk Echad. Now, in the time of, which means the translator should um, not be read more than one verse at a time to translate. In the time of Ezra, when he came back, he found that the Jews who had been in exile now for 70 years, they were no longer expert in Lashna Kodesh, didn't understand Hebrew fluently, and therefore he set up that in addition to the Kriya Torah, that like line by line, let's call it, there was a translation in Aramaic, which was the vernacular. They spoke Aramaic at the time. And the Aramaic translation we're talking about here is actually the translation that we call the Targum Unculus, like the, and um, that translation, Unculus lived after Ezra as it happens. But this this translation, the Aramaic translation, um, has like a sanctity all to itself. And the din of the Mishnah here is that since you have these two people standing side by side in the shul, one doing the reading of the Torah, one translating those words from Hebrew the original in Aramaic, so the person who's doing the reading should read at most one verse at a time, then pause, really from phrase to phrase and pause, like an asnacht or whatever it is, and allow the maturgamon, the translator, to then do the translation and then you know resume the next line of the Torah reading, the idea being so people should hear and understand and not get confused, and that the maturgamon, the translator himself, shouldn't get confused um, and, and mistranslate. Of course, nowadays, that's not done in, in uh, shul's... Um, Outside, perhaps, Taimani shuls, Yemenite shuls. So we're not doing any translation over here. The reason why is because nowadays people understand Aramaic even less than they understand Hebrew, so there'd be no point in doing it. Uva Navi, when it comes to um, the public reading of the Navi, that means the Haftar, as we call it, Hayushloshtan, if there were um, three verses... I'm sorry, Uvanavi Shlosha. I read that poorly, I'm sorry. Uvanavi Shlosha. When it comes to reading Navi, the reader can read up to three verses and then have the translator read translate three verses at a time. The reason why is because since people aren't really like learning the halacha, what to do from the Navi, they are, as opposed to the Torah, which is, you know, actual halacha. So therefore, we're not so concerned. They'll get things mixed up. And therefore, they can have a reading of three at a time. Hayu Shlosha and Shalash Parshiels. However... If those three verses contain three different themes, three different topics, the word partios actually would normally mean technically like the actual partios, like the, there's actually a sort of a paragraph structure built into Tanakh. So partios usually refers to like a new, I'll call it paragraph, like the Psuch and Stuma. But um, here it doesn't mean that necessarily. It could also mean just three separate themes. That's clear because the example given in the Gemara, um, which is in... Uh, Yeshaya, on base, Isaiah 52, verses Chavdalet and Hey, actually only comprise two 
different technical partials, but there are three different, like Nebula's three different themes. So if there are three different themes, Koran Echad Echad, so that's too much confusing, and therefore the reader should read one verse at a time, allowing the Maturkman to explain that verse and that theme, and then go on to the next one. Uh, the implication, of course, is if there should be two separate themes, you could combine them um, for three verses and read them together, and then the translator translate those three verses with the two themes. That would be okay. Medalgan Menavi ve'in Medalgan Matora. You're allowed to skip around a little bit um, within the Navi. Um, if you're reading, you could read like two separate sections in one Navi reading. You see in the time of the Mishnah, the particular Haftorah that was read um, was sort of not determined yet. It was a free-for-all, except for the Arba Parshios, a little more structure over there. Um, but otherwise, it was sort of a bit of a, there's latitude as long as the Haftorah resembled in some way or was connected to in some way the regulatory reading. Um, it was acceptable, which is why nowadays we have a good amount of variation regarding what the Haftorah is precisely amongst different communities, Ashkenazim, Svartim, Hasidim, and so on. Um, but in case when it comes to Navi, you could you could jump around and do two different themes. But Ve'in Medalgan Torah, when it comes to reading of the Torah, you have to stick to one one topic, one section. Um, the truth is, it could be two, two sections if it's the same topic, like just for example, um, you... On uh, Yom Kippur, there's two things read. There's the main Torah reading, which covers Achremos. You have the Torah reading that were that describes the Kongodal's activities on Yom Kippur. Um, but then afterwards, you read from Parshas Emor, you know about the about the Yom Tov of Yom Kippur as I said over there. So there's a bit of a skip, but that's going to be okay because it's really all in one topic of Yom Kippur. That's going to be okay. But how far of a gap can you skip? But Kamahu Medaleg, wherever you're skipping, whether we're talking about in Chumash, the, the, the reading of the Torah to some degree, or in the Navi, it has to be a small enough jump that the person could roll up his Navi far, like scroll up to where he wants to read the next section, um, all in the time it takes to for the translation to occur. So that means the net effect meaning that the people who are listening to the Kriyas Navi and the translation or the Kriyas Torah, are going to not sit around idle for a moment. There'll be the reading of the Navi, then while the translator is doing his translating, the, the Navi reader will like, quickly skip to the next part and then resume without any, you know, seamlessly without a break. And that's because of Kavod Tzibur and Tirchad Tzibura, so people shouldn't um, sit around twiddling their thumbs or nothing, which is not considered very respectful to the community. Nowadays, of course, we have sort of every community has its preset determined what Torah they'll read, so you follow the, the minag, that's straightforward enough, and there's plenty of time between aliyahs. You even have multiple Sifrei Torah, perhaps, um, open to the right place, as well as you have aliyahs that break up, you know, with Misha Berachs and who knows what in between, and therefore, um, Lamai said, these rules are, are not quite as they're presented in, in the Mishnah nowadays.